0: Do you suffer from numbness? tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs. It could be caused by something as simple and common as a B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a solution for low B1. Zobria. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1, with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells to stop functioning properly, resulting in numbness, tingling, burning, and pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to improve the functioning of these nerve cells. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to zobria.com, that's zobria.com, and get 20% off with coupon code HOFFMAN at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's Foremost Program on Health, Medicine and Nutrition. Featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host Dr. Ronald Hoffman. On a somber weekend, it's the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the toxic legacy of 9-11 later in the program. You can join us in the conversation, 877-726-8255. you have a question or a comment, uh, we welcome them. You can come directly into the doctor's office and pose your question, 877-726-8255. We'll be taking some of your phone calls momentarily. We've got lots and lots of stories to uh, share with you. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, the health benefits of eating nuts. We're also going to talk about how office or classroom air can cause brain fog. And here's an interesting one. Should you worry if you don't have a reaction when you don't, when you take the COVID vaccine? A lot of people have said, you know, I'm not sure they really put something into it because I didn't feel anything or perhaps they're worried that their immune system is not responding to the vaccine. A study has taken a look at that. We'll share that with you momentarily. 877-726-8255. Our number. And I have to start the program, unfortunately, by sharing with you that I'm really not happy with the tenor of the conversation about mandates and the unvaccinated. And... I'm especially not happy with the president's speech this week from an Associated Press headline, quote, it's about time we put the screws on the unvaccinated. And the president declared, we've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin and your refusal has cost all of us. He said rather angrily, He claimed that the unvaccinated minority can, quote, cause a lot of damage, and they are. And it's as if people are taking out their frustrations on the unvaccinated. There was a hectoring tone to the president's speech. Uh, he stressed that the vaccinated are safe from serious COVID, but that's kind of contradictory because if the vaccinated are really safe from serious COVID, um, then how are the unvaccinated a threat to the vaccinated? It, it doesn't make sense. In fact, the real deal is that the unvaccinated are mainly in danger to themselves and their loved ones who aren't vaccinated. The speech was reminiscent of bad parenting. You know, really, Dad? Uh, that doesn't make sense, what you're telling us. And... Um, The president would never think to chastise the obese or the sedentary. These are distinct risk factors for COVID. And let's face it, lifestyle choices like opting to take or not take the vaccine. So how many of the unvaccinated are are died in the anti-vaxxers, people who irrationally refuse to listen to science, as is claimed? Or how many have had COVID? There are no statistics on that because there's roughly 100 million Americans who haven't taken the vaccine, about one-third of the population. And um, perhaps a considerable number of them know that they've had COVID. The problem is how can they prove that they've had COVID? Have they had antibody tests? Sometimes antibodies wane, but T-cell immunity persists and is pretty effective in warding off COVID. Yes, you can get COVID twice, but um, a recent study out of uh, Israel showed that people who've had COVID have 13 times the protection against COVID that vaccinated people have. So natural immunity trumps vaccine-induced immunity. And I just learned uh, today that uh, the guy who covered for my regular producer uh, last week, he was a substitute audio engineer. Uh, He's uh, out this week because he has COVID. Well, I asked if he was vaccinated and yes, he had been vaccinated and now he has COVID again. Hopefully a a mild case. So a lot of breakthrough cases. Israel has shown us that there can be a lot of breakthrough cases. Now they're talking boosters. So uh, how many of the refuseniks just don't trust the government when it comes to their health? They've been burned before. Uh, Unsafe drugs have been allowed on the marketplace. They've been withdrawn after causing great harm and What about the government's health edicts telling us to avoid cholesterol and saturated fat? encouraging us to eat lots and lots of whole grains when the food industry has capitalized on it with low-fat foods that ultimately have expanded Americans waistlines caused a pandemic of diabetes and cardiovascular disease and obesity And how many have had vaccine reactions before and they don't want to take a chance? So they're trying to really, really make it hot on people who have not had the vaccine. Can we crush COVID with vaccines? Well, let's stipulate that they really do work to minimize serious disease and death. They've been a a triumph of science in that respect. But we're working with outmoded models of disease eradication with previous vaccines that have worked, like the polio vaccine, the smallpox vaccine. Um, There's a false claim also in the president's speech. He blamed unvaccinated Americans for clogging up emergency rooms, and I'm quoting, in intensive care units, leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or pancreatitis or cancer. And that's actually a false statement. Because while some hospitals have canceled elective surgeries uh, to accommodate additional patients, uh, they've done so to ensure that people who need urgent care, people with heart attacks or appendicitis, can get it. Uh, And COVID is really not causing the kind of mayhem that it once caused in New York. I remember it well. In early 2020 or in Italy or in other countries, which were swamped by COVID cases and their healthcare systems were stretched to the max. And you know, you have these, uh, celebrities who chimed in on this subject. F your freedom declared Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is not a good look when it's intoned with a heavy German accent, do you think? And shock jock Howard Stern piled onto the hysteria and said of vaccine opponents, F their freedom. I want my freedom to live. And uh, this is particularly disheartening. Jimmy Kimmel, on his late night program, suggested that people who are unvaccinated against COVID-19 should be given lower priority for intensive care unit beds. Uh, Kimmel said in his post-holiday monologue, uh, if hospitals get any more crowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed. And he added, that choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated persons having a heart attack? Yeah, come right in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? He's referring to ivermectin disparagingly. Rest in peace, wheezy. Wheezy. And then he referred to people using ivermectin as dimwits. You know, this ivermectin thing, uh, this thing about how the emergency rooms are overburdened by people who are unvaccinated, it's reminiscent of this week's ivermectin hoax, turned out to be an untrue story, fake news. It got picked up by all the mainstream news sources as if it were true because it fit the narrative that people using a, quote, horse dewormer we're just a bunch of ignorant hillbillies, like the folks who drank fish tank cleaner in hopes of getting some protection from hydroxychloroquine. So um, even CNN medical correspondent, Dr. Leanna Wen said harshly, remaining unvaccinated and going out in public is equivalent to driving under the influence. You want to be intoxicated, that's your choice. But if you want to drive a car, that endangers others. No one should have the, quote, choice to infect others with a potentially deadly disease. And, uh, boy, that, that is a really, really bad metaphor for what's happening. Uh, Dr. Wen has always struck me as a real authoritarian. And some doctors have even declared that they no longer will treat unvaccinated patients. Now, that is highly unethical because in my career, I've treated drug addicts. I've treated criminals, literally handcuffed to their beds at Bellevue Hospital, recovering from gunshot wounds. Uh, I made to value judgments on them. I've treated smokers. I didn't say, oh, you smoked, you know, so I'm not going to treat you. Now you got lung cancer. Serves you right. Um, The unvaccinated are now the new scapegoats for the pandemic, which isn't seeming to abate. So um, very disheartening uh, things happening around the mandates. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, 877-726-8255. We'll take some of your questions momentarily here on Intelligent Medicine.
1: Staying healthy has never been more important All in one supplement providing you with a comprehensive and convenient way to take your health to the next level so check off all of those individual supplements from your shopping list and get Kyolic Omega AGE for heart bone and immune health today look for Kyolic Omega AGE at fine natural health retailers near you learn more at kyolic.com that's k-y-o-l-i-c.com. stay healthy live better
0: This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. and use coupon code HOFFMAN30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash HOFFMAN. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255, our number. We've got some live calls. Let's talk to Dan in Connecticut. How you doing?
2: Hey, uh, good morning, or good afternoon, Dr. Hoffman. Hi. Long-time fan, and I don't remember how many years I've been listening to you because I used to listen to you on the radio on your weekly uh, daily show uh, and I appreciate everything you saved, um on the show and Thank your you. supplements of uh, recommendations have helped me tremendously. Great. Um, I just want to give a little h- quick history. I, I'm a retired respiratory therapist and in March of last year, uh, a couple I know both got COVID and both died. So when... Um, The local TV station was saying that Yale University was looking for volunteers for the Pfizer vaccine trial. I contacted them, and I joined up. Makes sense. um, And uh, September 2nd of last year, I had my first shot. And, um, you know, it was 260 of us, and it was a double-blind study, and uh, half of us got the vaccine and half sets the placebo mm-hmm. and uh had a, a follow up every single time i got a shot with a daily diary via an app and then after that a weekly diary to keep them informed of my any symptoms i had and they sent me home even with uh two covert home tests which they picked up if i needed it to have have a tested mm-hmm. and uh after the second shot uh first shot and second shot they drew blood so they put probably checking for titers right. and um but because i was a, a therapist when this whole thing started uh three or four weeks beforehand i started getting cautious and i started wearing an n95 mask when i was out in public Mm-hmm. And after I got the the, so first, you were you were, were duly
0: protected. You know, uh, you were you were careful about your contacts. You wore a mask, and you got the vaccine. Okay.
2: Yeah, and and and, and I was, um, you know, doing curbside pickup and all that stuff, and um, so, uh, but you know, they they won't tell you if you had the vaccine or not. And when it was approved, um, that they called me and said that I got the placebo, and. uh But during that whole time, I was, you know, being very, very cautious and and everything. And uh, when they came out with the numbers 95 or 94% effective, I said, well, if other people in this study, which are probably very concerned about their health, are doing similar things to me, those numbers are probably overinflated.
0: Mm
2: hmm. Well, you know, uh,
0: let me just comment on that because people who sign up for a vaccine. Are obviously concerned individuals they're not people who are partying hardy out and about uh, you know drinking a lot smoking you know doing a lot of bad stuff so uh, it is likely that we're gonna see you know an exaggerated benefit to the vaccine in the early trials I mean this always happens with drugs you know you see these drugs and they're like amazingly effective but then in the real world Uh, when you deal with all kinds of people, very elderly people, very frail people, uh, people who uh, engage in unhealthy habits, uh, the drugs don't work that well. So, you know, that's clearly something that happens.
2: I I mean, the study, I think was done great. I mean, you know, with, with everything they did. And I got the, you know, the second dose of the vaccine, uh, February 2nd of this year. So, you know, I was happy with that. And, uh, but still, I, I'm cautious. I, you know, I, I, you know, if I go out in public uh, and I go and, in, and you know, like, you're,
0: and I got to say, your caution is is warranted because, uh, you know, you're retired, you're older. Uh, the the vaccine is protective, but what they've discovered is that uh, while the initial trials showed 95 percent effectiveness, that really sold the vaccine. Uh, by uh, June of this year, the effectiveness was 85%. For some reason, probably the Delta virus, uh, the vaccine efficacy declined in July to just 65%. And now we see what's happening in Israel, which is the most vaccinated country in the world. And people are now being required to get boosters. And yet the number of cases in Israel is skyrocketing. cases People, less people are dying, perhaps people, less people are getting more plus sick, but the vaccine is not entirely effective. And that's, I think, you know, the point of these, these mandates, okay, but it's not the answer. It will not crush COVID as claimed. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine.
3: Now more than ever, it is important to have a healthy immune system. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are a leading natural therapy for boosting immune health. Why? Because 70% of your body's immune cells reside in the GI tract. By taking a superior probiotic daily, like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, with their postbiotic metabolites, you can enhance your overall immune system and immune response. For additional immune support, get RegActive's Immune Formula to boost your glutathione levels, since our glutathione levels go down if we feel stressed. Maintaining glutathione levels is a key factor for natural defense. For a short-term immune boost, try Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus, which provides probiotic and immune support and includes Brazilian green propolis for superior antioxidant support and vitamin E, astaxanthin, and flax oil. Be proactive about your immune health. Ask your retailer today about Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, RegActive immune formula, and Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus today. Also available online.
0: To sign up for your free full script account, you'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. Dr. Hoffmanstore.com. Back to television medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you, 877 726 8255, our number. And Anthony in Garden City, New York, how are you? Uh, good afternoon, Dr. Hoffman. Thank you for taking my call. My, pleasure.
4: Uh, my question has to do with the. Um, the reliability of the 10-year risk factor um, test for uh, cardiac uh, uh, risk and uh, the uh, advisability of, of a statin drug to reduce the uh, percentage. Um, mm-hmm. the, yep. the reason I'm calling is that I just went through my annual physical and blood work, and I do yep. this every year, and my numbers are always consistent. This year, however, my doctor uh, recommended that I take it's a statin because my Basically, my cardiac risk risk factor was 18.6, and when I went words, online, In other words, you had
0: excuse me, you had an 18.6 percent risk of having a cardiac event in the next 10 years. Correct. That's, what you're, what That's correct. Says. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so and, it, the, and the cutoff, the criterion, I think, is if it's greater than 10 percent, then you should be on a statin. Okay. Well, I think it was 7.5, but. You're, okay you're right. may, you, um, I, may, I may stand corrected okay fine
4: and in any event um then I went online and I took the uh, online test and I, I plugged in the numbers yeah and it said that even with a statin if I'm reading it correctly mm-hmm. the risk was reduced to fifteen percent so my question right, is right, what, what's right. the <laughs> why is it warranted i mean it's not going right. to reduce it too much
0: yes that, that's an excellent point point. and you know, you did something that I sometimes do with patients when we because i a lot of visits that I have. I mean, it's this, you know, maybe a certain percentage of the visits I have is to get a second opinion on whether to take a statin drug. And sometimes they do precisely that. I, I do, I use the plugins and they're available online. They're, they're you know, uh, risk factor calculators of various kinds. And some employ your coronary artery calcium score, which makes it even better because they'll use their age, your race, Whether you're male or female, put put putting your cholesterol, your HDL, sometimes your triglycerides, sometimes uh, you know whether you're taking uh, diabetes medication or blood pressure medication, et cetera, et cetera, Uh, all that stuff. They put that all together, and they come out, you know, with a, a statistic, which which is that you have X percentage of cardiovascular disease. So then, what I do with a person who's not on a statin, I just change one thing, which is like, okay, person's on a statin. And we'll see sometimes that the risk reduction is not substantial. It's like, okay, you got a 20% risk if you don't take a statin. And then with a statin, you do reduce your risk. Okay, fine. But you reduce your risk somewhat minimally. So you take the uh, risk of the side effects of the statin and the benefits may be small. It may be that in your risk category, a uh, 100 people would have to take a statin to protect one or two people from a car, from a heart attack, which in, you know, which I guess for some people is an appealing notion. I maybe you're going to be one of those one or two people, but yeah. the vast majority of people unnecessarily take the medication and expose themselves to side effects. Yeah, that's right. a good point.
4: And I, that's what I'm struggling with, whether or not the risk is worth it. Or the, you know, it, it, the, uh, uh, the, down, the downside on uh, taking the drug is, 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 is yeah. worth it. So.
0: Well, you know, see, the, the, I find that these risk calculators are very bad because, you know, they take into account sometimes heredity. You know, like if you had a parent with a heart disease and they take in, into account certain things. But they don't take into account certain things like, uh, do you exercise a lot? uh do you you know what's your body composition analysis maybe you're you know uh you've got a great body composition analysis they don't ask for that uh maybe you're taking some really great supplements you know to protect yourself because supplements do have a protective effect and then you know uh so i took the those tests myself And because I have a slightly high cholesterol, uh, I was told on some of these tests that I must immediately go on a statin. Well, he didn't ask me any questions about, you know, the fact that I, uh, you know, exercise regularly, I do triathlons. Yeah, I'm a, you know, 68-year-old Caucasian male, so statistically, uh, I'm at risk, (laughs) you know. So uh, I think that uh, what you need is kind of a personalized approach to this, and including a coronary artery calcium scan, which can help you really define whether you're at high risk. It's not
4: perfect. I, I, I had a calcium score, about, I think it was 80, um, about
0: five years ago, and it was yeah. 85. So it suggests that you have a little bit of risk. So you, I won't exempt you from the need to take a statin, but uh, you might need a more personalized approach to that to determine mm-hmm. if you really, really need that. I can't do this on the air because, you know, usually you take our time with patients, but, uh, you know, clearly, uh, there's, a, I'm, not, I, I'm not inalterably opposed to statins. I think that they may be useful for some people, but for the vast majority of people, uh, lifestyle measures trump statins in terms of protective benefits. Okay? okay, that's all I have to say on it. Thank you for your call. 877-726-8255, our number. Keep those calls coming. And here's something that I consider possibly the next big thing. In nutraceuticals, it's naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds. They've been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. And now there's a way to get them in a brand new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Yeah, inflammation's a big factor, not just cholesterol when it comes to cardiovascular disease. Black for health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals is for plant-based foods. Black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn all contain high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. uh, Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and supports weight management, circulation, and immunity as well. It's a delicious tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216. 888-841-7216, 888 or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Note the spelling. It's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. All right. All um, right. As uh, I continue to watch the TV on mute here, it's on in the studio. Uh, we are finally into the W's. On the recitation of the 9/11 dead, it's been going on since eight. That's roughly four and a half hours here in New York, where I'm broadcasting from, and uh, it's incredible uh, the number of people who were killed then—over 3,000—and it's like uh, the phone directory in a small town. You know, you pick a common name like uh, uh, Bates, and there are there, there maybe three or four of them. Uh, or uh, Webster, there may be several, and they're not even related. You can see some are uh, African-American, some are white. They just happen to have the same name. There's so many people. And so uh, there's um, there's a toxic legacy of 9-11 that is, makes the actual death toll on that date 20 years ago Pale by comparison. Uh, there are 43,000 people who are officially classified as having uh, the consequences of 9/11, and uh, 15,000 officially uh, dead, deaths at, attributed to the aftermath of 9/11. and uh, these are due to cancer uh, and other diseases. Uh, the most common conditions certified by the World Trade Center Health Program were chronic sinusitis, GERD, asthma, sleep apnea, cancer, cancers of various kinds, especially prostate cancer and skin cancer, but many cancers. Post-traumatic stress disorder, lots of that. Respiratory disease, of course. Chronic obstructed pulmonary disease. Depression and anxiety disorder. So it's not just, you know, whether you inhaled dust. The, you know, the, in the aftermath of 9 11, I was in New York at the time. Uh, I witnessed it from afar. I was on uh, 30th Street, and, you know, that's many, many blocks uptown, but I saw the buildings burn and collapse. And uh, for literally weeks afterwards, there was a lingering toxic smell a smell of burnt plastic and God knows what else, human remains, and um, toasted concrete. And steel, and this lingered in the atmosphere, and so much so that you know I have a relatively small practice. I've relatively downsized my practice to see fewer individuals. But uh, just this week, I saw two individuals who have uh, conditions related to the aftermath of 9/11. Both worked in the vicinity of the pile of Ground Zero. Uh, they were instructed to go back to work after 9-11. They were exposed to toxins, one uh, suffering from a autoimmune disorder, which is causing her severe joint pain, and she suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, another gentleman uh, who has uh, had a heart attack and a rare uh, kidney disorder. Now, you can't necessarily say, is it directly attributable to 9-11. It's not like you can take a blood test that says, oh, this is 9-11 versus the natural course of disease. But um, so much toxicity was released. Uh, The contaminants include um, the byproducts of construction debris, uh, glass and other fibers, uh, asbestos, as well as detectable amounts of lead and mercury. How many fluorescent lights were in those two buildings where they actually contained mercury? And uh, also unprecedented levels of dioxins and uh, uh, hydrocarbons from the fires that burned for three months. There were also uh, dispersed substances such as cadmium and polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons. These are carcinogenic and other substances uh, from burnt plastic that can trigger kidney, heart, liver, and nervous system deterioration. The point is, uh, these compounds are ubiquitous in our environment, and uh, they are the byproducts of modernization and industrialization. But these are compounds that we're continually exposed to, only at a lower level and not all at once. But It suggests that there is a substantial percentage of disease not just overt cancer respiratory disease due to bad air uh, but um, uh, autoimmune diseases and uh, diabetes and even an acceleration of cardiovascular disease that may be due to the vast burden of toxicity that we're exposed to even if we were not near ground zero. We all live near a ground zero of environmental toxicity in this modern age. Eight seven 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 two six eight two five five our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman and this is Intelligent Medicine. Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? It could be caused by something as simple and common as a B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a solution for low B1. Zobria. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells to stop functioning properly, resulting in numbness, tingling, burning, and pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to improve the functioning of these nerve cells. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to zobria.com. That's Zobria.com and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's Zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to television Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Might you be suffering from office or classroom brain fog? Uh, a lot of people say that uh, when they're in the office or in a classroom uh, around mid-afternoon, Uh, they feel it's really drowsy they can't focus and concentrate and usually they attribute that to uh, a heavy lunch but it turns out that um, indoor air quality can have a significant impact on employees or students cognitive function this is different than sick building syndrome sick building syndrome uh, is when building occupants complain of symptoms such as cough, chest tightness, fever, chills, and muscle aches. And um, interestingly, in an embarrassing episode, numerous employees at the Environmental Protection Agency headquarters in Washington, the very place where they're supposed to determine how safe environments are, were found to be suffering from sick building syndrome in 1988. They had to fix the ventilation system. Now Harvard researchers have confirmed that indoor air quality can have a significant impact on your brain efficiency. Um, So circulation is really poor in energy efficient homes. We thought we were getting ahead of uh, the energy crisis. So we sealed our classrooms and our workplaces. You go to a hotel and half the time, half the time, most of the time you can't open a window. Maybe they think you're going to jump out. Um, viral particles are trapped inside, but so too are chemicals and carbon dioxide. And in the study, it was found that even modest increases in CO2 impaired response time and performance in experimental subjects. And when people are cooped up in stuffy rooms, their exhalations cause CO2 levels to soar. Which is interesting because there was a mask study recently which showed that uh, they measured the exhaled breath of kids who were wearing masks. And they found that especially the little kids, they had very, very high CO2 levels, which could affect their cognitive performance. That study, however, was ultimately retracted. It raised a firestorm because they thought it was going to be an anti-masker maxer uh, piece of evidence It was claimed that the author's methods were sketchy, and their conclusion that masking kids could be harmful was unwarranted. So now masking of small kids continues apace, which I don't think is great. If not for the CO2, it's just for merely the psychological reasons. But whatever the merits of that study, it's a no-brainer that kids and adults need fresh, clean air free of accumulated viral particles. And we've got to reconfigure our homes, our workplaces in our classrooms so that people can get fresh air. And get rid of all that plexiglass. Studies showed it actually impedes air circulation. If you're suffering from numbness or tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs, well, here's something that could make a difference. It's um, a nutrient. You may be suffering from vitamin B1 deficiency. Uh, there's a solution for low B1. It's Zobria by Realm Labs. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells to stop functioning properly, resulting in numbness, tingling, burning, and pain in the feet and legs especially. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to improve the functioning of these nerve cells. Great product. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to zobria.com. That's zobria.com. You can get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. Get Zobria at zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. So uh, there's a lot of emphasis on therapeutics for COVID. And so far, nothing's perfect. A monoclonal antibody shows some promise, Regeneron, so on. Convalescent plasma was big. And it was kind of like when we all patriotically showed up to donate blood after 9-11. We thought, oh, all these injured people. Well, it turned out almost no one survived. So all, a lot of people donated blood because we wanted to do something. And um, same thing with COVID-19. A lot of people were recruited who'd had COVID and they wanted to do something to stem the pandemic. And there was hope that convalescent plasma would help people suffering from COVID. So this just in, um, the final results of the clinical trial on convalescent plasma demonstrate that the convalescent plasma did not prevent disease progression in a high-risk group of outpatients, even when administered within the first week of their symptoms. So this is not good. They had hoped that it would achieve at least a 10% reduction in disease progression, but instead the reduction was less than 2%, almost inconsequential. So convalescent plasma, unfortunately, doesn't appear to be panning out as a treatment for COVID-19. 877-726-8255, our number, keep those calls coming. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, lots more to come at hour two, so stay with us, this is Intelligent Medicine.